Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thanks for tuning into this episode. This is a very important episode for this podcast. Um, this is going to be kind of like the lead up to the season opener of the 2023 NFL season. Um, and it's my team, uh, a team I've been following exclusively um, in the NFL for two years now, ever since Jared Goff got traded there. And a little backstory on Jared Goff and why I'm kind of a big fan of him is because I, I was born in St. Louis. And... Uh, Obviously, grew up a Rams fan my whole life. I had Sam Bradford. I had fucking, you know, Mark Bolger and fucking, you know, Nick Foles for that one year. And then Case Keenum. And then we had Jared Goff. You know, we first overall, the Jeff Fisher's last draft for the Rams. Um, and, you know, in his first year, he was given a shit hand. Jeff Fisher got fired midway through the year. John Fossil. Our special teams guy took interim head coach position and started Jared Goff. He went 0 for 7 in his uh, first seven starts. He didn't win a game. Um, didn't have a good stat number year either, but we saw flashes of what he could do. He had the arm talent. He had the play action ability. I just really I grew attached to him as a player. And um, obviously went to the Super Bowl two years later. Lost to Tom Brady. And then the year after that, you know, was a slump season. He beat Russell Wilson with a broken finger in the playoffs, which no one talks about. Um, but then the Rams send him away for nothing, expecting his career to utter away and die. And he is a part of this massive rebuild for the Detroit Lions and a huge culture change, and he's a massive part of it. So I just became initially a massive fan of the Detroit Lions immediately um, two years ago now. And in these two years, we've seen a lot from them. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we know that they're a very gritty, a very competitive team. And last year, they finished 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. They missed the playoffs, which is something that we do not want this year. And we got to start out right. And the NFL is giving us a massive testament to what we could become and what we are becoming. We play the Kansas City Chiefs week one, Thursday night football, opening opening game at Arrowhead Stadium. You already know this is it. If we can go out there and win, my God. But um, you got to put so much respect on Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are just geniuses and masterful in their own respective ways. Um and we're going to have to contain that with our defense. And we've gotten a lot better on defense. A lot more additions, better players, more depth, rookies in the year two now. Um, and it's going to look better this season for the Detroit Lions. But um, just going into some news for the Lions overall, leading up into this game. Uh, the Lions signed Zenovian Knight to the practice squad. The Lions signed kicker Michael Badgley to the practice squad. And brought Chase Lucas back to the practice squad. He was the 7th round rookie draft pick last year. <clears throat> I think it's going to be one hell of a game. I think it's going to be very explosive on offense. And I think it's going to be very high scoring. Um, because the Detroit Lions offense was top 5 last year. Top 3 even. I mean, in points per game, they were always in it. They just didn't get the stops on defense. And this year, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for those stops. Force teams to punt. And this is the hardest team to stop on offense. Because they have weapons everywhere. They have an explosive offense with tools everywhere, but not only just that, they have Patrick Mahomes at helm. But then even better, they have the admiral of this Navy, if you will, in Andy Reid, who is a mastermind at drawing up offensive schemes, routes, 
making the job of the wide receiver and tight end converts or whatever they got going on. You know, they have so many small, like, speed guys now. And then, you know, like Sky Moore and, you know, Isaiah Pacheco, who looks like he could play wide receiver, but he's genuinely a really good running back. And then you obviously have all their, like, big tight end fucks who play wide receiver and just they're always open type shit. They're, it is drawn up beautifully. And then when you can, like, combine that with a once-in-a-lifetime generational talent like Patrick Mahomes, I think that's when things start to elevate and evolve into what they have now. Uh, and the Lions have to contain that. They're going to have to find a way to get to the quarterback fast. There's no way that they're going to be able to, you know, completely lock down on pass coverage. I've yet to see that done to Mahomes. I really have. I've yet to see him be shut out of a game completely. That's never happened, and I don't think it will. But what they need to do is force him to make errant throws, short throws, make him, like, not take risks. If we could start off with a turnover in the first half, I think that'd be crucial to make them think twice about going for the deep ball or something like that. But we need someone on the outside, one of our corners, to step up. Emmanuel Mosley, Cam Sutton, Brian Branch, Tracy Walker's going to be back at the safety position with that captain band on. I I just think it's going to be a very elevated and different Lions defensive roster. And I think that we finally have the depth in defensive back. I think we finally have a full 11, like a, a full group of 11 that can consistently start. And then if we don't have that completely on the defensive line, we have great rotational pieces in Isaiah Bugs, John Kaminsky. Just we have depth everywhere across the board now. We can't fumble this bag. We cannot go out there and get shut out and destroyed. I would be so upset. First, I, I, I would be upset if they lost, absolutely. But I would also understand that is the that it is the Kansas City Chiefs. They are a powerhouse in this league, one of the best clubs in the world. Um I would just hate to see us go out and not even put up a fight. But I don't think that's going to happen, and let me tell you why. I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be exceptionally utilized in this game. Maybe not rushing-wise, but Ben Johnson, our OC, came out and said, Yo, I think uh, you know we're going to utilize this guy in other ways that you may not predict. And I think that's a call-out potentially for maybe like... Like, maybe we throw him out wide? I don't know what he means by that. Fullback? Like... What, what's going to be utilized, I, 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 I'm so excited for, for Ben Johnson's offense this year because it's just going to get better. Like, he is a young mind in this league who's also kind of changing away for the Detroit Lions and offering them one of their most creative offenses, if not the most creative offense of all time. Jared Goff last year had the best TD to interception ratio a Detroit Lions quarterback has ever had. So let's get honest. Jared Goff and Ben Johnson are a huge factor in their chemistry, their their ability to, to work off of each other, and, and put out superb play on the field. Jared Goff was ranked in the top 100 players last year. That's a big deal. There's over there's over a thousand players, and, and that list is done by the peers. I mean, granted, sometimes it's a little far fetched, but those are what the fellow football players of these guys are saying about them. So I respect it more than most, I assume. But I just think that that's important to notate that Jared Goff. He's almost, I think he's 29 years old, and he's still getting better. Like, he's still progressing and showing that he can get better as a quarterback, not with his physical attributes, because we all know what that is with Jared Goff. Play action, really, like, above average with pocket awareness. He can, I saw that play where he ducked Isaiah Simmons uh, last year. Uh, well, no, it was actually the year one against, um, when he was on the Lions. But he, like, he really good pocket awareness. <clears throat> but just... I just want to see more 
big plays, and we we don't have the wide receiver depth for that. That's the one question mark on this team for me, is our wide receiver room. Yes, we brought back Marvin Jones Jr., absolutely. That's a nice addition. But he's not going to be starting over Amon Ra in slot. That is just not going to happen. So he's going to be kind of like a special player kind of guy, like a like a, a utilizable weapon, but he's not he's not better than Amon Ra, and, and he's kind of got the same stature. So I just am a little worried with the fact that we're going to be going into the season, obviously with Amon Ra, dog. But we did get Antoine Green, that six-round pick who's been showing out. Maybe he can start, offer us that speed, maybe at the wide position. But then we have Josh Reynolds and... Um, you know, you know, guys like that, and Josh Reynolds has been showing out in you know preseason and OTAs and stuff. But like, I just don't know if it's, you know, that's the guy. You know, we have to wait till week six to get Jamison back. Um, and I really just hope that when he gets back, that it's gonna fire off. You know what I'm saying? But getting back to Jameer Gibbs' expectations, I think that he will be utilized heavily in this game against Kansas City, especially against that defense that is a really good defense, always coached well. Um, really good front seven always. They're very creative with some of their blitz packages and their pass coverage is always pretty above average in my opinion. But when you have a quarterback and an offense like the Chiefs have, their defense really doesn't have to be asked to do much other than make those good stops and, and, and obviously create a turnover if needed. But like rarely do you see the Chiefs ever playing from behind other than in that Super Bowl against Jimmy G against the 49ers, but that was an amazing game. I don't know how they won that, but I think overall um, we're, we are going to need to press the run game in this in this opener. We are going to need to show that we can run the ball. Um, I'd like to see that 50-50 split between David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs just so that we don't utilize Jameer Gibbs too much in week one so that we save some good tape and we also save his legs a little bit type shit. Um, but I really do expect our rush attack to be to be glaringly obvious this year. Um, and I think our O-line can support it, especially since we have one of the best O-lines in the league, probably top five, maybe top seven, honestly. I, may, I might be being too generous, but I think we do have a really good O-line. Combine that with a really good like projected uh, rookie running back with a seasoned vet in David Montgomery. I think that could work out into something very good, especially with a quarterback that utilizes play action and his best play comes from play action. Um, I, I think that that could be definitely a really, really nice combo. Don't get me wrong, I miss DeAndre Swift, but we just could never get a full season of work out of him, and I just think it was for the best for the for the two to, to kind of part ways. Um, but another guy I do predict to have a relatively good game is Jack Campbell, our rookie linebacker. Um, he is, well, throughout camp, He's been making a, he's a statement maker. <clears throat> and I, I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think he could genuinely become the heart of this defense um, and overall show what he's capable of doing. I do expect him to be starting over Malcolm Rodriguez, and I love Rodrigo to death. But I think Rodriguez will probably wind up being a rotational piece, which is no slouch. Uh, he's a really above average linebacker, an overachieving linebacker, but. You know, Jack Campbell is all that you want in a true linebacker. Uh, him and Anzalone, I think that'll be like really a really solid duo. Um, and then obviously Anzalone, he did get re-signed, so he could be that veteran presence for Jack Campbell and obviously Malcolm Rodriguez for years to come. 
Um, but I do expect him to be Jack Campbell. I'm speaking of. I do expect him to become that core of that linebacking room, and I think we'll see hopefully some good plays from him in this opener because we will most likely need to utilize a lot of our rookies that we got because genuinely the talent alone is irrefutable. Um, but again, I, I think obviously you know little drops of Jack Campbell here and there would be you know appropriate, but. You know, maybe if he gets the start, if he's been showing out that much, then damn, he might do something special. Um, and I, honestly, one of the big steals of the first round, in my opinion. I know you never draft a linebacker high, but I think he's going to be worth it, man. I've been watching so much of his tape, and he just shows me everything I want to see out of a linebacker. And I, I think he's going to be a very exciting player to watch in this upcoming season and for years to come. Um, but my expectations for this particular game, this particular opener, I think it will be... Obviously, a close win for the Lions, a gritty competitive game to the very end like it was every game last year for the Lions. I think that they're going to make the Chiefs respect them, and we're going to see it. And the last time Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes played, uh, we all know what happened in that game. That's one of the best games ever, like, ever. I mean, ever. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had like seven total touchdowns. Jared had like six. I mean, there was just points all over the board, and it was just wild, and it was a ketchup and mustard game. It was crazy, bro. That that game was crazy. One of my favorite games of all time. Um, you know, Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, and all those guys. Shout out to those guys. Uh, you know, back in the day on the Rams. Um, but overall, I think the best the best guesses for my player performances are going to be coming up here shortly. But I want to get into a score prediction regarding overall. You know, just the overall score. Um, I do think if you are betting on this game, you should bet the over. Um, if you're betting like the you know, the over under of the, the points, but um, I think that's kind of like a no brainer. This will be a, a a shootout for sure, and overall, just something that you will want to tune into on Thursday night. And it is the days are counting down, and I'm really excited. I can't wait to see Jared Goff play again. It's been too long. Uh, the NFL season can never come you know fast enough, honestly, in my opinion, because it's just such great times not only just for you know watching the games but with your friends and family you know you always get into the games together and shit so just uh i'm excited but i do predict that this score for this particular opener is going to be the detroit lions scoring 34 points and the kansas city chiefs scoring 31 points in a very 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 tight game down to the wire if you will I think, uh, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a great game, probably three touchdowns and over 300 yards. But I I do believe that we are going to stuff the run. I do believe we are going to get two sacks. Um, One of them's going to Hutch. The other one's going to be going to James Houston, absolutely. Maybe even a couple pressures from John Kaminsky or Isaiah Bugs. Um, Sam Paschal could be, Josh Paschal, excuse me, could also be a factor in this game. He's going to be 100% going into this season. Um, he was a second-round draft pick, so definitely a guy I want to keep my eye on as well. I think Jared Goff's going to have two touchdowns, probably throw over over 250 yards. Uh, he will have a clean sheet, no turnovers from Jared. Uh, I think Sam Laporta's going to have his first touchdown in his first game. I think Amon Ra is going to have a touchdown, and I think the defense is going to make plenty of stops. Not stops that are going to be like, oh, shit, what? what? Patrick Mahomes is shit, but like this defense is finally going to be good, like for once. Like, we're going to be able to legitimately be able to showcase our new talent, our new arsenal of team uh, and and players on our defensive unit. And I think it's going to be incredibly damning. 
to the rest of the league. They're going to wake up. Not just the media. The media's been waking up to the Lions a little bit, but I think overall, you know, I, I think genuinely the Lions are going to wake put put the whole league on notice. And I hope they're going to be able to do that week one. Because if they can start out strong, which is something they have not been able to do under Dan Campbell um, in the regular season, they normally start out very rough. Um, I, I just think that it would be for the best interest if they obviously won this game. Kept it close if they lost. But I would appreciate it more than anything to to kind of see this win. To show that you know our defense is finally making strides to become a different type of unit. Um, just overall, I think it's something to, I guess, keep an eye on as an average NFL fan if the Chiefs maybe show any slowdown, but I doubt it. I, I just hope that, honestly, we just come out and dominate. You know, overall, we just come out and showcase our offensive capabilities like last year, but showcase that we finally have a complementary defense and we can play full sound football now. And I think we could start out in a better position in the past two years and not have to rely on a late season push to get us into the playoffs like last year. Um, it's going to be good that Aaron Rodgers is not in that division anymore. It's going to be good that Dalvin Cook is not in that division anymore. It's going to be very, very good that uh, just overall a lot of the stars have left this division. Teams got worse, especially Minnesota and uh, Green Bay. I think that... Um, the only real threat to the Lions in this season, in this division, is the Chicago Bears, if I'm being honest with you. Um, the Packers do scare me due to coaching and really good defensive play, but I'm just really not high on Josh Love like other people are. Um, I think that we do want, actually right now have the best quarterback in the division, but that's just obviously my personal opinion, but I also think numbers can you know, relatively back that up. But I think the most important part to notate about this week one opener in the 2024, uh, yeah, 2023, excuse me, uh, season is that obviously the NFL is listening to the fans. They really were like, okay, so the Lions are getting that hype. Let's, let's fucking throw them to the dogs. And they got to respond, man. They got to respond. They didn't, they only had one primetime game last year that was flexed now they start week one with the biggest game in two years for any of these guys this is the biggest game for any like fuck fuck the lambo game last year in my opinion this is a bigger statement win if they're able to win um than any win they've had so far in two years so i think that that's something that we got to look at as well and if dan campbell is able to beat andy reed in arrowhead which I'm talking about it now, and I just don't know, man. I really don't know. I really want to hope, and I really I really believe they can because this is a very gritty football team that will never back down, but it's also just one of those things where they're going into this former, the, the, literally the Super Bowl champs, um, trying to, the Chiefs themselves are trying to create a dynasty. They want to go back to back to back to back to back. They want to be something, you know, different, you know, and they're coming in with that mentality and we're coming in with that, you know, we got to get there ourselves type shit. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a battle of mindsets as well, bro. Fuck the chess board because it will be heavily played in chess. But I think the main thing is going to be like, okay, determination, who wants this more? Because the lions, they want it all. They, they really do, bro. This team, if you know this team, you know who they are, you know what they represent, you know what they 
idealize, you know, and you know what the Chiefs do as well, a very successful organization the past five years. Patrick Mahomes has brought them to the promised land and to the grace land of multiple championships and championship appearances. So I really think that it's going to be literally a battle of a unstoppable object, you know, a, a yeah, a, a non-stopping object against an immovable object in the Lions. So it's going to be one of those things, and I think the Lions definitely got better. I think the Chiefs obviously got better. Patrick Mahomes with another offseason with rookies and second-year guys. I mean, that's just deadly enough. Um, so we're going to have to prepare for a lot, especially schematically on defense. I really hope Aaron Glenn does something really good, especially with the pass rush. If we're able to get Patrick Mahomes to release the ball quickly um, and maybe you know rely on our tackling on the outside, we can genuinely maybe get somewhere with slowing them down. But they will be scoring. There's no way I can say they won't. Um, we just have to score more. And honestly, if we can score first, that is a big, crucial, you know, a, that's a big thing. If we're able to score first somehow, if we're able to receive the opening kickoff and score, that is how you kind of start the game right with this team and initiate the point scoring yourself. And... You know, let if they want to score and tie it up, they can or they won't. But if you're able to make that stop and then go back and score again, this team, you just have to stay in possession. If you're up on the Chiefs, you have to stay in possession. And if that situation occurs, that comes down to head coaching. That comes down to coaching in general. Like if they blow a lead to the Chiefs, it all it's come down to coaching in every instance the Chiefs have come back. You have to sustainably run the clock and maintain possession against Patrick Mahomes more than anyone in the fucking league. He showed you that like 15 seconds doesn't even matter. So let's get honest. Let's get real. They really need to wind up, you know, instigating that pass rush, but also holding to that rush, you know, the the rush stoppage, you know, like maintain your assignments in the gaps, make sure there's no blunders. We really need our linebackers to show up against this team, like, uh, quite a bit. We, we really do. And especially the corners, they're going to have a hard enough job as it is already. It's Patrick Mahomes. He has a missile launcher on his arm. Um, and I just really think that, you know, if we are able to make at least two stops this game but maintain scoring drives, even if they're just field goals and, you know, the occasional touchdown— I think we have a chance, but it's just all a part of that game plan that hopefully our coaching staff, as well as our entire team, are planning for and getting ready to insert into their game plan. So I really hope that overall that we see just a better full sound organization in the Lions starting out better. If they don't win this game, I'd like to see them put up a really good fight and have the the respect of the Chiefs at the end of the night. That's what I would love, but we will see. It's going to be a very, very exciting game, and I hope everyone out there is going to tune into it. Um, and definitely make sure you're rooting on the underdog. That's where the fun stories come in. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But definitely shout out to the Lions. I hope you all win that uh, that match, and I really hope you start out the season strong. I really hope that we're able to see uh, some of our rookie players, as well as our year two players like Aiden Hutchinson, continue to shine and show progress and production. I really just want to see our defense actually show out and actually make a couple stops. Maybe a turnover would be beautiful. But um, no, make sure you all are following us on our social media accounts at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and TikTok. We cover the uh, NFL in a very broad spectrum. 
I'm pretty prevalent about it. Make sure we're on top of it. So if you want to, you know, kind of learn anything or get caught up on some news, make sure you check out those uh, social media platforms and, you know, any kind of support and, uh, you know, follow or like is greatly appreciated. And make sure you're downloading or, you know, following the show on wherever you're listening to this episode on. It is uh, very helpful to us with growth and uh, we greatly appreciate it. And uh, definitely shout out to B-Dog for, uh, you know, doing the draft today. I'm about to start drafting here, I imagine, any minute after this episode. So wish me luck on that. Hopefully I'll get Amon Ra, but, you know, that's uh, neither here nor there, brother. But uh, everyone out there listening to this uh, Detroit Lions versus Kansas City Chiefs, Week one opener preview, I greatly appreciate you, and I hope you uh, got some context of how big this game is, at least for the Lions fans out there. The Chiefs fans, you, you already know what they're like. They're, they've had success for five years, and you know that taste on your taste bud, if you're a Chiefs fan, of success is not going away anytime soon. As long as Patrick Mahomes is playing ball, you guys will be winning ball games, but uh, not this one. I think the Detroit Lions will actually showcase their newfound abilities, capabilities, and talent, and we'll see something that we have not seen in a long time from Detroit. So thank you everyone for tuning into this episode. This is Trevor, and this was our preview of the week one opener of the 2023 NFL season. Take care, everyone. Peace.